Episode, what is this, 87? Oh my goodness. Episode 87, uh, Dylan Kirkley, myself, Aaron, you know my shitty voice. Um, I, I believe this is going to be posted uh, Tuesday sometime, maybe Wednesday. We are fresh off. A Detroit. Yeah, talk about, talk about the, it's a the, Detroit. The it's just it's a tough scene. Um, I got I got my Honolulu blues going here. You can't see because I won't post this to YouTube, but my light is blue today. Uh, I'm not that tore up. I really am not. Um, thankfully, I've got um, real NFL fans. Um, um, ambassadors of the game lovers of the stats as friends so i just don't i don't have i don't know i have the love for the lions because of my 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 dad and my grandfather and um uh that's kind of what i hold near and dear to my heart and uh the idea that the lions were the Cinderella story that was playing out uh, in front of our very own eyes. Um, did I have hope? Not really. Would it would it have been pretty friggin' cool? Yeah. Um, was it a bit of an easy schedule this year? Yeah. Uh, did we play some key teams without some you know early on without some key weapons? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a weird, it's kind of a weird angle on things, I guess. Um, and you guys, you guys, I'm sure just were laughing and, um, had your face in your palm, uh, at some of the stuff that I was saying during some of the games earlier. Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know that you're over-exaggerating like purposely, yeah <laughs> but like i also know you're like actually mad well you know, some of it some of it i don't it's not mad i didn't spend i i will say this i think okay disappointed well disappointed maybe a little but i'm just so deflated 
I'm just so like, I, I'm, I, uh, I'm done. I'm done being hopeful for the Lions. I think I've, I think, uh, being friends with you guys, um, throughout the years, um, with, with everybody kind of in general being NFC North team fans, um, has just sucked the life out of me in terms of it well, sucked yeah, the hope out have, of me. You guys have always been like the JV team of fucking the NFL. <laughs> so, yeah, for um, you know, there's a couple blips on the radar, you know, a couple of, couple of star players that come along every now and then. And, um, and in the past 30 years, it hasn't been like a really star studded lineup <clears throat> with, um, a great coaching staff and just, you know, like just the pieces of the puzzle being mostly there. Um, and this year some things happened and I would say at the very least, the lions had become, um, they'd, they'd be at least, I wouldn't call them like a force to be reckoned with. I think, um, I think the, the encouragement from Mr. Dan Campbell and um, like that had gone a long way. The attitude was different. Sure. Um, But paired with all the other factors, it's kind of tough to say like, Oh, like after this, this crippling loss here in the NFC championship, um, it's tough to, for me to say with other Lions fans that are maybe a little bit earlier in their, journey as a Lions fan to say that, oh, we'll be back next year. Yeah. The next five years, we're going to be on a hot streak. We're going to be in the mix every year. And I, I don't believe that to be true. And even Dan Campbell said in an interview, um, the post-game interview, he said something along the lines of like, it's going to be twice as hard next year to get to the same spot. And he alluded to like a, essentially there being a, a a window of time that it was achievable for the Lions to at least reach um, the show, it reached at least reach the the big game, um, right. let alone I, let alone win it, right? Yeah, because I mean, I I listened to the interview you're talking about, and I think I don't know, I don't know if that's what he meant. What he meant, I think what he, from my least, let me rephrase this. My interpretation of what he said was like what you said basically for the beginning. It was like he said basically fucking <laughs> what did he say? He was like, it's gonna be twice as hard to get there next year. Yeah, you know and I mean? he, like, said, he said let's see. I don't know the quote, but he long story short, he said it was gonna be twice as hard to get there next year. And I think what he meant by that, and this just is my opinion, but like people you know, the past three years, four years in that organization have been playing their asses off to get better every year. And like, they've kind of had a chip on their shoulder every year because like they were a shitty team, like they're on the lions. They haven't been in the playoffs in you yeah. know, three fucking decades. They haven't won a playoff game in over three decades. But from what I understand, like, I, I feel like what he meant was like, like it's hard to have that chip on your shoulder every year. Yeah, Especially that you had the amount of success that y'all did this year. Cause it's like, yeah, like maybe your regular season schedule wasn't as hard as some other teams, but like you still be two very good fucking football teams to get oh, into yeah. the NFC championship game. Yeah. He, um, like the Bucks, the Bucks weren't like a shitty team. And who'd you play the first round? The Rams. The Rams were like yeah. intended, like they were like looking at the Rams to go to the fucking Super Bowl. Like, yeah. 
So like took those teams out and then like, you know, in the regular season, like you guys won 12 fucking games. Yeah. He, uh, the, the big, the big kicker of that interview where, um, he says, uh, at least the title of this one, uh, the sporting news, uh, Dan Campbell gave Lions sobering post-game message after loss to 49ers quote, this may have been our only shot. And he goes on to say, he's like, do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. Well, he just understands how the NFL is, man. Yeah. Like, you go into next year, you have all – I mean, it's like just like what happened to the Jets this year. Going to a year with so much optimism and then their first fucking drive, Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles and their entire fucking season's over. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I think that's the kind of context he's talking about. Like, I don't think that he thinks, like, the team's going to be shitty next year. I just think that he understands it's hard to put a winning football team together – and like mm-hmm. be consistent like that's that's why the the great coaches are so great i mean and players but like you gotta give props to coaches that do it over extended periods of time um because it's it's not fucking easy yeah but i think i think the lines i mean i'm not 100 sure how many people they have leaving the team next year because of contracts and shit but i mean like i have a hard time believing that they're not going to be in the same vicinity of next year you know what i mean yeah, I'm under no impression that that they're going to be. Um, they, I got, think, they got a lot of rookies do very well this year. I know Jared Goff is going to be there for a while. You know, mm-hmm. some of your top offensive linemen. That's the biggest thing. Your defense. I don't know how what your defense looks like, but you guys, you guys, I feel like are in good shape. It's kind of nuts though to look at all of the, all of the, just all of the factors, right? Like it's 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 the offensive line it's the it's it's the defense it's the um the coordinators the coaches the coaching staff the head coach the um not only that but staying healthy which the lions did a kind of incredible job staying healthy nobody was really like completely missing out of the mix um to the end which is even more fucked up because then you're like like <laughs> so it's more crippling of a loss to be like nobody was hurt nobody was like really down and out like they had every key player that they've had through the entire season mm-hmm. they had somebody i think it was anzalone had uh he was playing with like three broken ribs or some shit they were talking about <clears throat> but um yeah it's it's just uh uh, we we don't need to give a play by play by the game, but um, yeah, to blow a to to break a record, an NFC Championship record, blowing a seventeen point lead. The only other team to do it was um, I forget who it was we were talking about in the group chat last night. It was the the Atlanta and Tom Brady. So Patriots and Atlanta. But to to like tie a record or break a record, um is like just it, like a, a bad record to break is just um it's not i won't say it's par for the course for, for lions but it's just a very same old lions kind of shit to have happen which sucks but yeah, um, that's what the 49ers are really good at though like they're really good at well in the 40 like they're they're good at, there's like some teams that are good at playing from like when they're they're good at playing like when they're not ahead when the chips are down yeah like some teams only can only play good 
when they're up, you know what I mean? Like when the odds are in their favor. And uh, 49ers have won 71% of their Super Bowl appearances, five out of seven, I believe it is. Um, when I looked it up last night. Um, and so here we go. 49ers, Chiefs, Super It should Bowl. be interesting February 11th. Is the same shit game. it was, what was it, four years ago? It was the same same Super Bowl? Was that what it was? Was it the Super Bowl? Was it four years ago? That might have been longer. Oh, yeah, Let's yeah. See. Last Chiefs, 49ers. Super Bowl. Was in. Shit. 2019, 2020. <clears throat> Into I mean, the I, just, I, just I think, pre-COVID Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I think if the Chiefs, I know, I know fucking everyone hates the goddamn Chiefs. I'm just being realistic. <laughs> like, if the 49ers play like they did against the Packers and the Lions, they're going to yeah. lose. Mm. Like, they're going to get fucking, like, and if the Chiefs play as well as they've been playing the past few weeks, like, yeah, it's kind um, of wild to watch that. Uh, the Ravens didn't really look like a. Um, I mean, they made they made Lamar look like a fucking normal <laughs> ass dude back there. I mean, like <laughs> I, I saw a lot of things basically saying like if you make if you force Lamar to throw, you're gonna win the game. Because mm. like he had a few good runs, but other yeah. than that, they bottled him up, man. Like, yeah, they held him. Which is what's I wonder what his average was per game. Pretty fucking high. Is is rushing rushing yards average? He's probably he's probably the top. Is he the top this year? Rusher yeah, for yeah. QB, yeah. In terms of rushing yards. Yeah, I, he'll probably win MVP. I don't think he's like I think he's fucking really he's really good in the regular season, but I mean every year he's gone to the playoffs he's fucking has done the same exact thing. And laid it, yeah, laid a goose. Laid, egg. laid an egg. Wasn't even like <laughs> a little bit of an egg. It was just like he, like his whole, the, like you know, the the defense just fucking comes up with a way to stop him, and then he just can't fucking do anything. Yeah, we'll say it is crazy though watching um, playoff football and watching the team that you um, root for during playoffs. And it sucks that uh, Tony and Chris aren't here because I know Tony's got a Tony's got a the head full of opinions on this. Um, but it's interesting watching every little, like uh, during the game um, on Sunday, watching every little mistake um, that the Lions made pile up. Every every little mistake is completely magnified in the playoffs. Every team is playing what should be their best game. Um every week during the playoffs and every little mistake is like, you know, Oh, it's like, Oh, that's a, that's a five yard penalty. It's like, no, it might as well be 25 yards because it's going to, it's going to, it's going to stack up. Um, Everything's magnified. So I guess uh, long story short, I don't even know. I don't even know if I'll watch the Super Bowl this year. I kind of had that in the back of my mind, like you know what, fuck this, I ain't watch this shit. <laughs> like I'll definitely watch. I mean, it's not like I really have anything else to do, but <clears throat> yeah, 
Um, not, not the, you know, pro projected outcome that I would have wished, you know, like I really wanted after the, I mean, like the Vikings were trash all year. So I, that's my, obviously they're not, they weren't in the playoffs. So I was like, I really wanted to see the, the lions and the Packers in the NFC championship game. And then after that, I really wouldn't have, I didn't want to like rooted for a team or anything. Yeah. But that's all I wanted. And yeah. For that. I mean, big, it would have been, been really show. cool for the to Lions. I mean, like I was rooting for the Lions yesterday for sure because the 49ers are kind of just one of those teams, kind of like the Chiefs, you know what I mean? Like mm. it's just like there's just I feel like there's just a lot of bandwagon fans and like a lot of the fans are not as bad as like Philly or um or Dallas, but um I just I think I think I was really rooting for the Lions just to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It Especially been... after the Packers got dropped out. So I was like, okay, there's one NFC North team left. And I was like, it'd be insane if the fucking Lions made it. But yeah. I mean, I mean at least uh you guys, were, you guys were three points away from four points away from making it. Yeah. So it's like you guys did pretty fucking good. It and just... like we could we could talk about a lot of things that happened in the game. Like, yeah, maybe you should have had six more points on the board, but yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> yeah. I've been the... sick, but I mean, like, I think, I think you guys are, I think you're, I mean, like next year is going to be like the make it or break it year. Cause like, if you guys are shit next year, then it's like, yeah, it was a fluke. But then like, if you guys come back next year, it's like, mm -hmm. like this is going to be a regular occurrence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Change and turn into culture, turn right? into an actual franchise, like an actual yeah. like winning team. It wasn't it's just, just like a fluke. What is unfathomable? That's how I feel like the Vikings are. Mm. What's unfathomable unfathomable to me is the fact that um that that statistically it's so difficult. You know, Dan Campbell talked about how difficult it is to to get as far as the Lions did. Um, yeah, and and it's it's weird because I feel like I mean I don't watch a ton of other interviews from head coaches and shit, like but Andy Reid and the fucking crew have done this for the past f like five years, like like or how many how many appearances in the past five years have the Chiefs had? I think like this would be the third. This would be the third, right? This is this is their no. This is their. I think it's six. No, it's five. I said no, or is it four out of five? Four to six. Four out of six years. I don't know. If you look it up, I know. Like they have two Super Bowls in the past, like f fucking seven years, six or seven years. Uh, this this will be their fourth appearance in five years. Fourth appearance, in, that's crazy. That's like that's like the that's like fucking Patriots type shit, man. Exactly. And uh, and I saw um, there's a sports media conglomerate that I have grown to hate, uh, and they had mentioned their um, their uh, front man of that crew had said, absolutely, you can talk about. Uh, you can talk about the Chiefs like you can talk about the Patriots in their run. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd so. be interesting, but I mean, like, 
The only thing that I think would be a little bit different is I think Andy Reid might retire soon because he's getting pretty up. He's getting pretty old. Mm-hmm. The thing about the Patriots run is like all those guys were so young. Well, you know, they were got... on the fucking team for twenty years. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and now you've got you've got a young Packers team firing up. Like Andy Reid's been a head coach since like oh fucking like four, I think. Yeah, he's he was an like, old dog. Like he's been a fucking head coach for a long ass time. Like he was a head coach for a long ass time for the the Eagles and then moved over to fucking the Chiefs. So it's crazy. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess we're not um we're not the justice. I'll never claim to be the justice on NFL talk, but I'll I could be the justice on being a Lions fan because I oh, think I'm sure. a, I think I'm a real I'm I'm a realistic Lions fan because I have the um the uh, the people around me that are realistic. And so when I watched the game uh, Sunday night, I was, uh, we started to crumble in the third. And uh, yeah, I was disappointed. You know, I'm in the back of my head. You know, I said it to you guys. I'm like, oh no, I said it to my other group group of guys down here. I was like, same old lines. Here it comes. Like, <laughs> um, and I, and I don't, I don't hold the sport near and dear to my heart. Like some people do. I don't, I don't, I, there's no reason for me to argue with people or get violent or dump a beer on somebody at a game. Like, I'm like, it's just, it's all fucking entertainment. They're getting paid bajillions of dollars by some, you know, by the, by the, the league, by the, the franchise to be streamed on an app exclusively. And it's just, they're just sucking your money. That's all they're doing. You're buying jerseys. You're buying fucking wide receiver gloves with Kansas City on the back. You know, you're <laughs> buying a print to Arrowhead Stadium. You're like, it's it's all it is. It's entertainment. It's no different than watching WWF wrestling. The stats are better in the NFL. There's more stats. Um, it's more televised, but it's all the same shit. It's just entertainment. That's all it is. Um, no, I agree. Um but it's damn fun, you know? It's, it is. I mean, like, I can speak from experience that it does suck, you know, having your team make a good run, good playoff run. Um, I mean, that was, that's been the story of my, my fucking life. Cause anytime the Vikings do make a playoff run, it always ends some, some way, shape, or form, like how fucking your guys' night ended last night. But, <clears throat> You just gotta hope, hope, you know, hope for the best. And I know what what you're saying too. Like I'm not even really that. Like I love like watching the Vikings win. Mm-hmm. And like I, it's it really you know it just makes watching football more enjoyable when your team's winning. Sure. Because this year, like I really fucking noticed, especially mm-hmm. like when the team started doing really bad. Like they're like I wouldn't even like watch games. Yeah. Like I would just like watch the second half, you know, yeah, you know just watch catch the end. <laughs> watch like a quarter and it's just like, all right, you know, like and if like watch at the end of a close game, they lose again. It's just like, God damn it, like what the fuck? I can't imagine I knew I knew like one uh friend of a friend down here, one Patriots fan through the Tom Brady era. And I can't imagine I can't imagine, and I, I I don't know like the full like like racket 
the, the full like spreadsheet of all the stats. Um, but at some point, wouldn't, wouldn't it get just absolutely just fall asleep boring? Like you're just watching, given all their games weren't blowouts, but the Patriots went on a hot streak. And I don't know their full legacy of like the ups and downs. I'm sure there were some ups and downs. But in general, it was just like this legacy of however many years. And um, I just, it just wouldn't be, I think the first, the initial, like if the Lions ever became like a franchise team, they were in, you know, let's say next year, they win the NFC, NFC championship, go to the Super Bowl, lose in the Super Bowl. Let's say uh, the year after that, they go to the NFC championship and lose. Uh, the next year, they go to the NFC championship, win, go to the Super Bowl, win. The next year, they're not even in the NFC championship. The next two years after that, they're not. And then, boom, they come back, make a run, Super Bowl. You know, they got like kind of a rocky road, but in general you pair those five years together. It's like, Oh wow. You have a franchise run. This team is turned around. This city is different. This team is different. Um, mm-hmm. But then you extend that out to like, if you go to like t- the 10 year mark and suddenly you've got six appearances, which has never been done. Um, but you get into those like big years and then suddenly your team's just like, just always winning. You rely on them winning. You're, they're constantly winning and they're and and uh to boot they're like shitting on teams like they're yeah. putting up like 40 plus points on teams um and winning it's blow it's a blow on every game you know do you you still like have that that zeal that like holy shit they're they're really doing it or is it like oh yep they're gonna win this team sucks they're blowing it out i'm not even watching I'm going down. You know, I think, I think it, I think it's more exciting for a per, like people like Lions fans this year. Cause like you're this season for, for you guys this year. I mean, even last year was like an improvement over like how you guys normally do. Yeah. But especially this year, there was a three year. You and know, this playoff run, like I would, I would imagine that was way more exciting for you guys than, you know, how a Patriots, season normally would be just because like the Patriots, like they were always kind of expected to uh, at least end up in the, like, the divisional game or, you know, the yeah. NFC champ, the AFC championship, you know, like maybe not the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. But like, they were at least expected to make the playoffs and like win a game or two. Yeah. They're in the mix. Maybe go to the Super Bowl, make it to the AFC. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like they were expected to do that almost every year. Yeah. They so could, they, they could at least away. expect a winning record every year. Yeah. For, for the most part. I mean, there was a couple of years where they were like not as good, but then there were some years where it was like you know the seventeen and zero season, and then they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. But um, insanity. <laughs> and that's a whole other thing. Trying trying to go for an undefeated season because every game, you know, I'm like possibility. But they were just that was that was a shit show of a year, man. They were just fucking seventeen games straight. That's crazy. That's uh, um <laughs> couldn't get the last one though. Too shy. Get all that way. Elon <laughs> Manning stops you. <laughs> Undefeated the whole way through. Through through four four months of never losing. Yeah, four months of fucking <laughs> no no what losses. 
That's no, crazy. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Like, like I I know a lot of Patriots fans that like aren't even mad. Yeah, like they're shitty now. They're just like, dude, we literally had twenty years. Yeah, just fucking ride that high as <laughs> ride that high as long as you can because yeah, to me to me like the I don't know you know there was the guy um, during the the um, the first playoff during the when they played the Rams uh, there was that picture of that guy crying and his dad there was a whole story with it and he was crying and I was just watching like oh, yeah that's awesome but. I don't know. I just don't believe it's, I just, I have, I don't believe it's real until it's real until there's like a Super Bowl in the bag. Then I'll finally say like, yeah, I'm excited about the team next year. I'm excited that we made it this far and you know, we, we got the, we got the ring mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's then I'll, I, I didn't, I, you know, I would hardly cheer. I kind of shit on the team during the games throughout the year. Uh, you know, they'd, have, they'd like, especially during like the Ravens game when they don't match up, they just completely just laid down and took it. And I was like, it's a bunch of bums, you know, the, like the, <laughs> the, the fraud conversation. I was like in our group chat, I was like, this team is garbage. They're going nowhere. It's, it's all, it's all been a fluke to this point. Right. And some people still believe that. And I think there's maybe some merit to it, but oh, I don't know. I mean, you got to always, I mean, like, I feel like everyone, like, I feel like it's kind of bad to think of, like, as soon as you guys lose, be like, all right, man, next season is going to be fucking awesome. Like, we're going to, yeah. we're going to make it to the Super Bowl. Like, you're going to, like, yeah. that's just, that's not a good idea. Especially, I, re- I, I realize that statistically, it's a gamble. I understand that. I mean, the odds are just so, against you that's why it's it's so that's why it's so impressive when people do it consistently like the the patriots exactly and now the chiefs 49ers even like they haven't won a lot of their super bowls but like they've made it pretty fucking close or to super bowl pretty consistently and chiefs obviously but no and it's just nuts to see that kind of um you know, I see, I see Lions fans and comment sections and shit that are just like, oh, yeah, next year, like, we're on a roll now, like, look out for us. And I'm like, okay, we haven't been here <laughs> in this position in 30 years. What makes you think that all of a sudden it's just going to turn around in a dime and it's going to be like the Chiefs recently, four, yeah. four and five years? What, what, yes, things are changing in Detroit. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll. I'll be a Lions fan on that. I'll I'll camp out in that corner. But statistically, it's just there are there are very select few teams that make a run multiple years uh, consecutively, and the Lions have yeah. never been in that mix, and that's okay. And I still love the Lions, but um, it's just not. It's just not one of those things where I'm like, ex- I'm not expecting, I'm not even expecting to make the playoffs next year. Really not. Wild card spot, maybe. Get dumped on wild card <laughs> weekend. <laughs> sure. Like that's, that's like the minimum. We're back to that for me, for me personally. Cause I, I'm just, I'm just hopeless at this point. It's just, it's, we've had 30 years of statistics and of results that have played out the way they have. And, um, 
if we want to be a numbers guy, I'll be a numbers guy. And it's just not, it's just not one of those things. And I'm, I'm all for the night kneecaps and the culture change and the, the attitude, the grit. Sure. I get it. I get the attitude, but me having that attitude isn't going to change the way the team, you know, functions, mm-hmm. you know, offensive coordinators going off to the Washington commanders can leave a big old hole open there contracts ending and I could we yeah. could get into that but I haven't researched that so fuck it it's just one of those things I don't I don't have a credible amount of hope but I would like to I just I want to segue this is kind of like a personal thing um uh Wednesday January 31 it's kind of nuts we've made it all the way through January I fucking hate winter and it winter has been sick down here I will say that winter's been super mild. Almost all the snow has melted. Um, yeah, it's been like it's close been to mild. It's been close I to saw like the the snowfall up north, and it's very, 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 very below average. Yeah, it's like it was almost it's thirty nine degrees today. Um, so without getting into the weather too much, um, uh, Wednesday, end of end of January, January thirty first. Um, this will come out probably. Tuesday. Today is either Tuesday, as you, the listener, are listening. It is either today, Tuesday, uh, the thirtieth, or it is uh, Wednesday, the thirty-first, last day in January. Um, <clears throat> Wednesday, though, January thirty-first is uh, National Gorilla Suit Day, and it pains me. It pains me to talk about this without Tony and Chris both in the mix. And Chris might be in the waiting room. I haven't really looked. Chris is not in the waiting room. Um, but it's a uh, national grill suit day and it before you logged on to this uh, before you um clicked on to this link dylan i had gone through because it was national grill suit day wednesday i went on to um tony's youtube channel um from back in the day when he was a a young pup and i had looked through some of these videos I, you know, I watched and listened to some of them. Some of them are failure at its finest. The band with yeah. Dan <clears throat> playing at like the homecoming dance. Um, but I was there for the gorilla suit videos because, um, and we're going to probably have to talk about this on another episode, but uh, Tony and his, his peers, the guys in his grade, um, they were probably in what eighth grade, maybe. They, I have no idea. They bought a bunch of banana suits and they would like run around kind of like doing pranks on the town and they would shoot these little videos. Um, and then there was a gorilla suit eventually in the mix and like the gorilla, like they had somebody, some one kid, I think, I can't remember who it was. Actually, I think I know who it is. But anyways, we won't blast them out here. Um, kid had like a big 15 passenger van. So they would get... <laughs> somebody would get in the gorilla suit and drive the van and tie up all the bananas and drive around town um, as like sort of like a little stunt. And uh, it kind of just made me, there was a little hit of nostalgia there because those, those days um, were a very long time ago, but back to the musical portion, the failure at its finest band days that Tony took this video of. I just went on YouTube and looked up a, uh, a guitar lesson for Fallout Boys, uh, Sugar We're Going Down. And I have to say, Dylan, 
we have played that wrong, horrifically wrong, for our entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very interesting going back now, and I will say this to the listener, um, when you are youth and you're in your 16, 17, and you're playing in a band, <clears throat> and you've got your understanding of your instrument, and you learn by either watching YouTube, which is kind of how we did, or learn by listening. Uh, you get you get it roughed in. But uh, as I learned tonight, we have played that. <laughs> and when I listen to Tony, is, has a video of us playing this song, this Fall Boy song, on his YouTube, and uh, his old YouTube when he was a kid. He hasn't posted anything in probably fifteen plus years. Uh, and uh yeah we played that very wrong <laughs> and when we close out this this evening i'm gonna pull that up so you can watch it because uh yeah I, I guess i never really <laughs> second thought gave it a second guess i i think you know mm-hmm. like i never yeah oh I, I honestly like i don't really hear that song that much because it's not like extremely overplayed anymore you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely i haven't heard it i haven't heard it in a very long time i think when i played it on my guitar tonight while i was dicking around before you got on that was the first time that i had played it in several years like i hadn't one of the last times i probably played that was when like you were on leave or something mm-hmm. and like we were in this the sumas garage like, I think that was the last time. Many moons ago. <clears throat> yeah. And it's it's sad and it's kind of nuts to think about because um, um, yeah, I just used to play those songs more. I used to play guitar more and I need to do more of that. So, um, but that's a random side note. Um, but we're going <laughs> to, we've got to look that up. <laughs> I've got to show you the video um, because those... Uh, those days were very uh, instrumental, no pun intended, to our upbringing. Where were we at playing that? <clears throat> Homecoming, you said? Yeah, it was on the stage in the cafeteria. So for, I remember. Yeah, for those listeners, I guess that's a kind of an interesting story to tell. Um, it was like a homecoming dance. Um, and this was during the time, I think I was, I was a senior in high school. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I was, I was DJing at that point, uh, because I worked in the radio lab at the high school. Um, most of you listening know that Ontonagan OAHS, Ontonagan High School has a radio lab. They broadcast 88.5 WOAS 88.5 and, um, Part of the perks of being a radio DJ is that there is sound equipment that is to be used uh, for high school dances. And there was a kid who normally DJed, DJ Tyler, Tyler Moore, Tyler Moore, Jake Moore's brother, older brother. Well, he used I have no to, idea. <clears throat> yeah, he used to he used to be on the ones and twos there and uh, he had to take a night off. He was he was the guy for the longest time. I jumped in the mix slowly became slowly took over the you know uh, took the torch grabbed the torch what's that saying grab the torch yeah was and it was torch. handed the torch and um yeah so i dj'd that that night 
and then part of the DJ set was to have a secondary sound system that we borrowed from good old Steve-O out in uh, Ontonagon. And uh, yeah, we played six, seven songs, live band. Chris had like a SVT 810 cab, which is essentially like a giant refrigerator full of speakers. It's there. They literally call them a fridge. And um, I think we had your pop's drum set. Dan played your, your dad's drum set. The pearl, uh, no, maybe just brought the symbols. That's what it was. Yeah, <clears throat> and we blew the lid off the joint, and it's on Tony's YouTube. And it Very... blew the lid off of. I remember it blew. The, I remember <laughs> those fucking recordings, dude. It blew the goddamn lid off of the recording too. <laughs> yeah, off of that shitty Altel uh, yeah, phone. <laughs> isn't it weird? Altel. Isn't it weird to think about that? that some of the i'll tell it was like not a thing anymore <laughs> no it's not it got absorbed by i forget i don't know if it was uh verizon yeah isn't it weird to think about that like we there's like so many things are discontinued like that just don't exist anymore mm-hmm. i'll tell was the <clears throat> remember i had that uh that t9 calculator on that i'll tell mm-hmm. what was that cell phone it had the had the two like red stripes on it Oh man, I'll tell. I gotta look that up. Flip phone. Also got a new keyboard. <laughs> yeah, this the Altel Samsung Hue. <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this when I pull this up. Holy shit. Crazy. Here it is. <laughs> look at this thing. <clears throat> Remember that? Oh dude. With the two blue stripes. <laughs> Mine was red. I had the little red, and they're interchangeable. You could have the little Samsung Hue. I wonder if I could get one of these ripping right now. Like if I like called up my local, went down to the AT and T store with one of these things. I wonder if you have a modern uh, SIM card could even could even uh, get parked in this bad boy. Oh yeah. The flip phone. It's nuts to think about. Hey, just just Google just Google phones from the two thousands. Cell phones, obviously. I want to try to remember the fucking. I know how I had a razor at one point. Oh, I was I never a razor guy. And I rocked the T nine because that was just the normal. But I'm trying to remember the. <clears throat> Let me share my screen here. We'll we'll get this figured out. The name of the phone that had like the flip, like you could like ha- flip it into a keyboard. T-Mobile Sidekick. No, I I had one of them too. One of these guys. I had one of those. It was actually not. It, I remember I had to return it because it was really shitty. Mm, one of one of these. Um, oh, what's that one? <clears throat> this is the. Oh boy. Now we're on. Now we're on eBay. Yeah, two hundred dollars. Some of these shits are going for what the eighty four dollars for a Motorola Razor. All right, I'm trying to. No, that's not what I was. It's it was called like this. Not the is it? <clears throat> this is a Y2K LG, uh, vintage Y2K LG camera phone. Keep keep going down. <clears throat> Razor. We had the OG Nokia. Razor. Oh, dude. <laughs> Man, the Blackberry was a huge Blackberry. Thing. Man, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I really wanted a Blackberry. Uh, oh, one of these oh. guys? Was that this what guy? That? I think that's it. 
<clears throat> Let's look at the website. This is a uh, 14 year favorite. Uh, please launch our site. No. <clears throat> oh yeah, just scroll down. Uh, the LG Rumor 2. That's not what I was talking about. Keep, scroll down. <clears throat> the Blackjack 2. Motorola Droid. Was it that? Like break no. curve. <clears throat> There's a real touchscreen there. The Droid yeah. X. It was like the it was like the the first one, but the iPhone. <clears throat> Team little sidekick. Sure, it wasn't the rumor. The Envy Two. Oh, yeah. was it this no. bad boy? No, I remember somebody that had one of these. I don't remember anyone having the the, the classic. Damn, dude. Do you remember the manufacturer? <clears throat> Virgin Mobile Slider, was that it? Did, I mean, no, that's the rumor again. I'm looking for it right now. <clears throat> here's a here's a little one. This one slid up. Like uh look at this one, Dylan. We'll that. Oh, I feel like I no, I didn't have one of them. <clears throat> they had a Walkman. Man. It's just it's just wild to look at, you know. This was um you know, I'm 31 now. This was when I was like shit, probably like 16, 17. It's half, crazy looking at half my age ago. It's crazy just like looking at some of these. Yeah. And we were just text message fiends. Like it was all it was all a dream. Like we, <laughs> we were just, and the the shit was so expensive too. It was just like you couldn't uh, you couldn't get away. You know, I guess it's expensive now. I shouldn't say it's not expensive now because it's ridiculous to have an unlimited cell phone plan where you're on the internet. Oh, dude, it's, you think about it, like how it used to be compared to what it is now. It's fucking insane. You can play online video games on your phone right now, but. Back in the day, we were just trying to text somebody about going down to the beach. And oh yeah, let's go to the beach, fucking blah blah blah. I remember, man, I don't even. I it wasn't. Doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but if you, it's crazy. Also, like look at the technology too, like how much shit you can do on a cell phone. Because I remember when I first, I had, I remember my first phone was a razor. And I was like right around a time where it was like not super crazy to have a cell phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't like crazy. But like I remember had it just for calling to like check in. Yep. Like it didn't have like unlimited minutes. It literally had like a very, very limited amount of texts. And I remember going over one time and uh, it was not, yeah, not a good day for me, but um yeah, dude. And then after that, fuck, I remember I had the razor for a while. And then after that, I I don't really remember the the phones I had. I remember I had a Blackberry. I had two Blackberry, one Blackberry. No, I had I had the sidekick two. I had one Blackberry. I had another one of the slider phones with the keyboard. I don't know, man. I didn't get an iPhone until I was like, <clears throat> like 2013. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember, I remember I had an iPod touch. Hmm. 
Since I remember I got that bad boy in like oh nine. Jailbroken. It was eventually, yeah. You got got jailbreak on it. <laughs> you were streaming uh Star Wars episode two <laughs> in uh in <laughs> in four eighty. <480. laughs> yeah. It was like oh, fucking eighteen pixels. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's um man, it is weird to think about. It's so like it's like cliche to be talking about this because like it's not that it's not that far in the past. But like my dad was telling me about he remembers like the first like was it the first microwave? Yeah, I think I think it was the first microwave. Um or he remembers like the microwave coming out and then them getting a microwave. Which was in seventy six. But I think it was that he was telling me about. Maybe it was something else. But it's just nuts to think about. Like that was that was part of our part of our upbringing, you know. And yeah. in today's youth, you know, it is not uncommon. I'm and I were at the mall um Saturday and um <clears throat> you know, there's like these like there's like some mom running like she I can't remember we were looking she was looking for jeans or something and some whatever and I'm just like I look like an idiot in like a, a women's jean store uh, where the fuck we were and uh yeah there's there's just like these moms running around and these little tween kids with the fucking dress just like mom iPhone yeah. Starbucks in hand sucking down like 44 ounces of coffee at like 12 years old and you know like four iphones you're like what the fuck is going on here given i'm in a city but i don't think the city part matters just the the reality is that kids are just more plugged in than kids have ever been oh uh, dude it's it's fucking ridiculous (laughs) i think think it's a bit overkill i don't like and like I don't think I'm being like the old school type of person, you know how like, yeah, the boomer mentality. Being like, oh man, this fucking back in our our day. Like I think it's it's just so like unhealthy. Yeah, kids aren't like, just uh, the, not even like for their physically because it's like you know like maybe the kids don't play as much and like then they start to get overweight. Yep. You know, then they start to develop health problems and like not even talking about that. I'm just talking about like the brain. Like, yeah. You know, as a kid, like you used to, like, you know, like go outside and like do stuff. Yeah. Just like, to be, just to I be thought, disconnected. I yeah. I, I just learned so many like life lessons being outside. Mm-hmm. Like how to do things, you know, like how to ride a bike, how to fucking, you know. Also, just to have like a like an imagination, right? Like yeah. we 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 were afforded so much too much time in relative isolation because of of uh, where we lived where we grew up. And well, we that, were we were we were also in a very interesting spot because like we started growing up when there was like barely any technology, and then like as soon as we hit like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, like it really started to fucking like hey, like this is a cell phone, like this is yeah. crazy, like what the fuck playstation dial up dial up away you know like yeah then yeah high speed internet holy shit people are playing you're playing you're playing a video game with some kid in iraq 
uh, like you're playing Halo one with some kid in Iraq and you're talking to him in real time while you're playing this, while you're controlling, you know, it just, that is mind blowing. Like you're, you're, you're talking to somebody across the world, you know, like in real time. I mean, you can do that on, you could do that on a landline. Sure. I guess, but it, it just was still like the, the innovation of, um, playing it playing a game you know mm-hmm. the equivalent well, when it was when it was like fresh out it was just the um, craziest thing yeah. i mean if you still think about it it's still fucking pretty crazy oh yeah you can just do that yeah, you know like, i could i could like i can send a text message to someone in alaska and they're gonna get it mm-hmm. within like a minute or two you know if yeah. they have service you know what yeah. i mean like it's just fucking insane That's satellites man we're yeah. getting close to that I think in in our lifetime, we will be able to because we've always talked about this. This is the age old question of musicians for for those listeners who are not musicians. But when when I talk to Dylan right now in the present time at 10.02 at night, uh, uh, 10.02 in the evening, in 30 seconds, I'll say this and, and it's very quick. Like I can snap my fingers. And as soon as Dylan hears me snap that the milliseconds uh, time difference is very short but for musicians uh if i want to play music with dylan um there's a ton of latency there's a ton of like like it's just it music wise you need things to happen instantaneously to keep time so i think in our in our in our lifetime there will be you know, I don't know if it's going to be fiber optic or what it's going to be. If it's going to be lasers, but uh, eventually we will be able to play music in high fidelity with headphones on, plugged in to our computers, and we will be able to not have anybody lag behind. It'll be in re- a perfect real time, or so close to it that it'll be unrecognizable. Any difference? And that's yeah, what I'm really ho- that's what I'm really hoping for because it's really hard to jam with people. You can't jam with anybody across yeah. the world, let alone. I mean, you know, you're at the the bottom of the United States. I'm at the top, relatively speaking. Um, can't even get that done online. But I, I I believe in our lifetime it will happen. Technology. I feel like there's a way that it's going to be able to happen pretty probably pretty pretty soon. Like, I feel like there's going to have to be something where it's like you're going to have to get even better connectivity somehow yeah hardware and then, also, sure. and then also maybe it's like some sort of program to like make it so everything is in time if that makes sense i'm not yeah. sure we can do that like if you're like if it's like you know if you're like a millisecond or two not a millisecond but if you're just like a hair off of time with like the drum like when i get the drum signal like it'll change like i don't know it's yeah so hard to think about you can you can do it there's a couple of apps that you can do it um not in real time but you can kind of pass back and forth like if we were on a zoom call or a discord chat we could jump in we wouldn't be able to play simultaneously but um on soundtrap which is actually where i edit the podcast um no free ads that wasn't a free ad we don't get paid for that um but you could go and you could put down a guitar line and I can say, okay, sweet. I'll play this, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. let's bring in some uh, MIDI controlled drums. This is already going over in our listeners heads, but <laughs> it's possible. 
in a, in a weird way. It's not a real time thing, but we're getting there, right? That's yeah, for but for just for talking across the people, I mean, two people across like the world, it's crazy. Especially back then, like that was like a yeah fucking insane like i said we grew up like at a really crazy time like for real because it's like it went we literally went from like playing like super nintendo mm-hmm. to playing getting like an xbox 360 for christmas and then you're playing <laughs> uh fucking halo 3 with your buddies in fucking you know like yeah. you said all over the world like it's crazy <laughs> The audio visual technology that it was kind of like um, um, for our listeners that um, are 60s, 70s, and then into 80s people, the music technology in uh, from the 70s to the 80s jumped massively. So up until the just before the 80s, <clears throat> you didn't have any synthesized music production. So you didn't have the keyboards, the um, anything you hear in like an 80s pop song that's a keyboard sound. Um, all of that came around in, I forget, it's very early 80s. All that was developed. All of those uh, Roland um, synthesizers, uh, Roland was a big one. Um, but uh, all of those little weird synth lines that you hear in those 80s songs all those like piano, lasery piano sounds that all came in the eighties. That wasn't even a thing in 1970s. It was fucking Leonard Skinner. And then in eighties, in the eighties, you had the hair metal bands, but the hair metals, they still utilize synthesizers because they came out in the eighties and that revolutionized. I mean, most of the eighties, um, pop music, even like the, the rock, like the glam hair metal shit is just littered with, with, um, synthesizer music um and uh that was just a crazy jarring jump that nobody ever thought and which is crazy because then you go back to the 90s and or uh further to the 90s and the 90s had a ton of synthesizer stuff but it was less subtle or it was more Mm -hmm. subtle it wasn't as on the nose as the 80s um but then you had like the grunge in the nineties and you had alternative rock that came around and there wasn't, you know, it kind of went back. And then in the two thousands, like, boom, we're back to synthesizers and backstreet boys and shit like that. And then from, from the two thousands on, it hasn't stopped. And I think I can't remember what it was. 20. can't remember the year. It was like 2019. I was watching a video on this recently. There was no major rock record. Um, in like the in the running for the Grammys, we're actually next weekend. Uh, next, I think it's next Sunday, is the Grammys. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I think it was it's like 2019 or something. Terrible year for 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 guitar, like band, like real instrument based music. Hardly anything. Um, I think it was it's tough because it's like that's that is music. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> yeah. Not like that's not the only thing that makes music, but like that, you know, is like a big part of music. Like, you it's know, very rare. there's there's Nowadays. so many different genres that utilize guitars. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> guitars, bass guitar, and, uh, every every drums. every fucking genre utilizes a bass. You know, guitar, yeah. drums. Like, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, it's just weird that nowadays. 
um, those sorts of um, those um, uh, artists, um, musicians now just use they can use a computer for everything. Right. And this isn't new. This has been this way since the mid 2000s. You can make an entire record. You can make a rock record with a, with a computer. Essentially, you barely need any real stringed instrument played. You can do it all with mouse clicks. Um, but uh, oh, it'll sound like shit if you're trying to if you're trying to make a Metallica record with just a computer. You're not going to get Metallica. I'll say that. But it is possible to do some, you know, mm-hmm. something close. But trying to think of the last real I wonder who's nominated for the Grammys this year look it up I don't even know fucking know <clears throat> Grammy look it up on the old computer here 2023 technically Grammy Grammys 66th year Grammy nominations let's see the complete is it 2023 or is it technically 2024? Well, it should be 2023. <clears throat> oh, this is 2022. So <clears throat> we need to go 2024 Grammys because you win a Grammy in 2024 for work you did in 2023. <clears throat> see the full nominee list. Can I see the list? Give me the list. <clears throat> record of the year. You don't want record of the year. Fuck that. Album of the year. What's song? What was it? I'm trying to find like a <clears throat> like a best uh, best like rock record of the year or something. There's so this article is 15 miles long. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Rock, metal, and alternative alternative music. Best rock performance. Sculptures of Anything Goes by Arctic Monkeys. More than a love song, Black Pumas. Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Rescued by Foo Fighters and Luxie Turna by Metallica. Really love Metallica. Best metal performance. Disturbed, Ghost, Metallica, Slipknot, and Spirit Box. Best rock song, Angry by Mick Jagger, the freaking Rolling Stones. Let's see, Emotional Sickness, Queens of the Stone Age, Motion Sickness, Not Strong Enough, Julian. Wow. <clears throat> and the Foo Fighters again. There's a ton of... Uh, it sounds like there's a lot. A lot of... Yeah, well, I mean, just in general, there's there's a, a few big records that came out. Um, Foo Fighters album came out. That was huge. Boy Foo Genius. <laughs> Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> uh best so uh yeah arctic monkeys had a good one uh foo fighters had a big album this year metallica had a big album apparently disturbed had a decent album there's a band called ghost which i'm sure some of our listeners know about um who else uh rolling stones put on an album they're like 36th album as these guys are like 184 years old Greta Van Fleet had one, and I, I think these are just charted. I don't know if these are necessarily released this year, but uh, man, best alternative. Man, even the Gorillas had a nominee, had a nomination. 
the gorillas dude i didn't even know they were still fucking playing music together yeah it's just uh it's essentially like one guy who kind of does it all who is the gorillas guy he 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 does a he is um what's his name damon albarn who is he is um uh he was the lead singer he's the um the lead singer of blur the lead singer of blur is gorillas you know that song uh song two that's that's the guy that's gorillas that's who that is he was the front man for blur in the 90s and then he was like all right well i'm gonna do this that's weird cartoon shit and have a bunch of yeah (laughs) what the hell he formed a virtual band the gorillas not many people know that well i shouldn't say not many people that's not true at all that's a completely false statement in fact maybe not a lot of our listeners know that what's that song Player. Someone, something like that. Could you even hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Oh, I'm gonna drop D. <clears throat> That's crazy that that guy's the lead singer, though. I mean, yeah. The lead singer of Blur, just I mean, they're I think they were kind of one hit wonder in oh, the in the nineties with the yeah well, for sure. And then he he was bigger. I think he was bigger technically with with Gorillas. I think he was more commercially successful. I mean, apparently because he's still coming out with music. <clears throat> yeah, kind of doing doing his uh, little okay. virtual band thing. Cool. Maybe we'll be a virtual band someday. Yeah, maybe. You know who needs to be making music? Fucking, uh, holy shit. I'm having a huge brain fart. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. Well, I think, um, we're going to move on to, um, Oh, the Bloodhound Gang. Fuck. They need to start making music again. I don't even know if that band's still together. <laughs> I need to look that up. Well, while I'm looking that up, I'm gonna sign off. I'm gonna sign off for tonight, for the for the recording, anyways. And then Dylan, you and I are gonna get into uh, how fucking bad that we played these songs <laughs> back in high school. I can't wait. So, without further ado, this has been episode eighty-seven of uh failure at its lions hour um holding it down until everyone else gets back yeah we're week uh, seven yeah send water (laughs) would you say send water yeah (laughs) oh man but no it's been it's been um it's been a wild ride for the lions and uh, yeah Hopefully we'll get back to more guests soon. Episode 87. Good night.